Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. While having been diagnosed as a chronic insomniac at the age of 17, Deirdre Hines' struggle with sleep inspired her to develop a relaxing snack bar. The Unwind range is now stocked in over 160 stores nationwide and Deirdre joins us now to discuss her story. Deirdre, start by providing us with an insight into your own background. Well, I suppose my background uh, may be somewhat checkered. My expertise is in the area of PR, marketing and branding. After two or maybe three or four years working in PR, I set up my own agency and it was an agency that catered specifically to um, clients or brands that subscribed to principal ethical, organic or sustainable principles. So I did that, um, you know, for the the best part of 10 years, really. And um, in the midst of that, I also uh, co-founded a sustainable fashion label, um, which uh, ran from 2013 to 2017. Um, And uh, then I actually returned to college. I decided that I wanted to delve a little bit deeper into maybe the science um, behind uh, consumer behaviour. So I actually went to Bangor to do a master's in consumer psychology and branding. And it was your own turbulent relationship with sleep that inspired you to create Unwind. So provide us with an insight into that. Yeah, so I've always struggled uh, with sleep. When I was 17, I was diagnosed as a chronic insomniac by our family GP. And that kind of kicked off, I suppose, the best part of, you know, 15 years spent looking at ways of improving both the quantity and quality of my sleep. You know, there's an awful lot of negativity when it comes to the area of sleep. Um, You know, like I find that a lot of the narrative surrounding sleep tended to be very, very negative. I always wanted to do something that maybe brought a little bit more positivity to the area of, you know, poor sleep. So, um, yeah, I mean, I I went to see a sleep specialist for the first time when I was um, 18. Um, I tried loads of different things, uh, common behavioral therapy for sleep as well. Um, and uh, yeah, like different diets, different you know behavior, trying different things um, at home, and uh, I tried it. I tried a lot of different things to be honest, and um, you know I never really seemed to be able to crack that thing and figure out what it was that was causing me like this this issue, you know. So yeah, it was. It's been there kind of for for a, a long time. It was fairly well embedded now in my sort of normal life. Um, when I started working on the online project. And talk to us about the project itself and how you got that eureka moment. As a person who tends to be more nocturnal, a bit of a natural born night owl, I do tend to be up later than, um, you know, some people, my partner, for example, wouldn't be as much a night owl as I would be. And just one of the results of being awake longer is you might be a little bit hungrier later in the evening. And, um, you know, typically speaking, um, I like a little bit of something nice with a cup of tea. And I did think to myself, God, like, I'd love to have something now, you know, that actually maybe tied in some of the um, ingredients that I already use in my day-to-day life to help me improve my sleep. I'd love if, if there was some product that tied all of these things in together that I could enjoy in small little treats in the evening, maybe after dinner, that I wouldn't feel all that guilty about having it, you know, because I'd always be very conscious of, of the things that I'm eating, like, is this having a bad impact on my sleep or is it not? So that's kind of where the Eureka moment came from, the fact that, like, okay, well, this product that I'd like doesn't exist, and if I like it, maybe other people would like it too. 
And talk to us about the ingredients contained within the snack bar and the impact which it had on your sleep. Yeah, so, I mean, as I mentioned earlier, um, I wanted to use ingredients that I already um, use myself on a day-to-day basis. So, like, our start-off point for developing the snack bars was just going to our local health food store. So everything, all of the ingredients in the bars um, you can buy in your local health food store. Um, And the main functional sleep-related or relaxation-promoting ingredients that are in the bars are chamomile. So you're probably familiar with chamomile. Um, a lot of people will be familiar with chamomile tea. And a chamomile, it, yeah, it's a type of, um, uh, it's actually a daisy. And it has been associated with enhanced feelings of relaxation for centuries. Um, and then we are also using Montmorency cherry. Montmorency cherry be kind of a, a, a newer player in the world of um, functional ingredients with regard to sleep. And uh, it is a very potent tart cherry that um, has been linked to enhanced uh, natural production of melatonin. And melatonin is the sleepy hormone that kind of uh, contributes to the maintenance of your circadian uh, rhythm internally. And then we are also um, using L-theanine, which is a lovely ingredient. It is sounds synthetic, but it's not. It's an amino acid that's extracted from green tea. And um, it uh, helps with enhanced feelings of, um, of focus and, and relaxation. So... Um, they're the sort of sleep-related, say, or relaxation-related specific ingredients. But then everything else in the bars, it's, you know, it's uh, oats, it's grains, it's seeds. And then we are using um, a little bit of honey to sweeten. No artificial sweeteners, but a little bit of honey to sweeten. And we do top the bars with a little bit of chocolate. So provide us with an insight into how you've gone about and developed this business. I applied for the Young Entrepreneur um, competition, the Leo Young Entrepreneur uh, competition. I won the best idea in my county, which is awfully. And there was a, a small amount of funding on the back of that. And that funding was really the springboard for us. You know, it was that little bit of a push, both financially, but also psychologically, you know, for someone to kind of endorse the idea and endorse, um, you know, the concept and what we were trying to do. So with that little bit of funding, I was able to um, make a start on developing the brand side of things, but also I was able to speak to a food scientist and product developer. So we worked with um, a brilliant food scientist. His name is Sean Gilbride, and he at the time was working with the Food Technology Centre in St. Angeles. And so we worked very, very closely with him over and back, you know, over the course of 12 to 18 months to get uh, three prototypes, which we were happy with and which tested, um, you know, well with our audience. Um, and that, that was the startup point. So that was one part, getting the prototypes ready. But then you kind of have to enter into the next round of, of challenges, which is, okay, you have a prototype and it tastes good. And, you know, um, the, the sort of the kernel of the idea, the concept seems to resonate with a particular type of, um, customer, but now you have to you have to get this to a position where you can scale, where you can produce to scale. So uh, that was another challenge was you know looking for um, a manufacturer that was willing to take us on. Our manufacturer that we ended up working with, they're absolutely fantastic. They're a family-run business based up in Monaghan, and I think it, for anyone out there who's looking to get a manufacturing partner on board you know like you're kind of selling yourself you're selling your idea and they really have to invest in you and be excited by your idea and really have belief in you for it to work because they're taking a bit of a risk on you at the end of the day 
That's a very good point that you're making. So you've gone through the product development stage. You've brought us into mm. the manufacturing stage. So next yeah. up is you're going out to scale the business. So how did yeah. you go about doing that? What was your strategy? So we launched our product officially in uh, February of, of 2021. So just February gone by. But obviously we launched it in the middle of a pandemic. So I mean, you know, a strategy that you have formulated a year before is basically thrown out the window because everything just changes. Everything just shifted. Um, you know, like food service as um, a route to market just was completely wiped out, you know. Well, certainly in the in the traditional or conventional understanding of what food service is and was. Um, so that, that has been a challenge for us, you know, the, the restrictions that lockdown imposed. But the funny thing about it is like anything that, you know, uh, offers a challenge also offers an opportunity uh, in the same breath, you know. So we've been able to kind of work around the restrictions of, of lockdown, I think, somewhat effectively. Um, and now we're, you know, we're, we're available in probably 160 stores um, around the country. So um, we're really happy with that progress. You have a deep-rooted background in both PR and marketing, and of course that has played a major role in your growth strategy as well. To complement and supplement what you're doing at the health food stores, you also have put a lot of resources into branded content. Provide us with an insight into that space and what you're doing there. Yeah, well, like I suppose, you know, in the sort of David and Goliath world of like small companies and um, trying to compete for a bit of space or for the customer's attention. You do have to do something that provides value. You always have to provide value to the customer. And um, the way I thought about, you know, my own sleep-related problem was that, as I said before, like there was no silver bullet. It was always a combination of, you know, small tweaks or adjustments that you are making. And... On my own personal journey, like the things that I have found very helpful, you know, are things like meditation and yoga and listening to audiobooks and podcasts and, you know, as well as sort of taking ownership of, of some of the, as I mentioned before, like sleep hygiene and sleep environmental things. So I wanted to be part of that positive space. Like I wanted to be able to offer people that were like me four in the morning scrolling online going, oh, Jesus, like, you know, I'm absolutely exhausted. I'd love to just find something online now that was like a big, massive hug and that would help me go to sleep. So um, that's that's what we did with, with the content that we have produced. Um, it's produced to be accessible to everyone. It's available free of charge. Um, it's also designed for complete beginners and novices, whether that's in meditation or yoga. Um, but as I say, we've also got the bedtime stories as well. It's just there as an extra little support for people who are trying to do their best to, you know, take ownership for their own wellness and well-being. And Deirdre, finally, are you planning to export the brand to international markets in the future? Yeah, we are. Now, we started, um, we have just signed up with a distributor in the north of Ireland. So um, we are in, um, you know, a selection of small kind of independent stores up there and that's us kind of dipping our toe into the water for mainland GB um, launch hopefully next year um, and we would also have kind of northwestern Europe um, will be very much on our uh, radar especially because they're quite receptive there to um, functional foods. Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Southeast.